0: WTWD Plant City WLCC Brandon
1: Faith Talk Tampa online at letstalkfaith.com or listen on TuneIn and odyssey
2: up
0: next is fresh wind radio sponsored by love first christian center this program
2: is pre-recorded
1: it's time for dr. Jomo cousins on fresh wind radio we are not to judge people we
2: are to be fruit inspectors i'm not judging you brother I'm just judging your fruit. And every fruit I got from you is late or nasty or rude, whatever that is. Look at your neighbor and say, what what kind of fruit are you giving off?
1: We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Hmm.
2: Hmm. I'm going to leave that alone. Y'all got really quiet right there. So we are not to judge people. We are to be fruit inspectors. I'm not judging you, brother. I'm just judging your fruit. And every fruit I got from you is late or nasty or rude, whatever that is. Look at your neighbor and say, what what kind of fruit are you giving off? Look at your neighbor and say, what what kind of fruit? Is he talking about you? Hallelujah. Raise your hand if you know somebody around you that's late sometimes. (sighs) I ain't saying it was you. I just said somebody real close to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hallelujah. (laughs) So let's talk about fruit. If we're going to be fruit inspectors, let's talk about what fruit is. This is from Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. But the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Now this is critical. The work which his presence within you accomplishes. So you will not produce this kind of fruit without God. You need God in you to help you with this. Look what it says. Love. Love is defined as unselfish concern for others. Without Christ, you're not going to have it because you're going to be about you. You and your business. Joy, gladness, peace, patience. Listen to this, y'all. Patience is not the ability to wait. Patience is how you act while you wait. Patience is not the ability to wait. Patience is how your face look while you wait. Patience is not waiting. Patience is your posture while you wait. Uh, Raise your hand if you know somebody close to you that their face changes when they're waiting. Raise You you don't have to say a word. It's written all over your face. So so patience is not just me waiting. Patience is how I act while I wait. Can can you be still and just allow God to work it out for you? (laughs) Oh, Jesus, even-tempered, forbearance, kindness, goodness, benevolence, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness. Now, meekness does not mean weakness. Weakness means a wild horse that can control itself. So meek and weak are not the same thing. Meek means I could bust you in the mouth, but I choose not to. Please don't touch me (laughs) because you may have a (laughs) So so people often uh, confuse or interchange meek and weak. No, no. Meek means I got you, but I'm just not going to touch you today. (laughs) But if you let me. There's a difference. Humility, self-control, self-restraint, continence. Look at the name and say, is he talking to you? <sighs> On yesterday, we, we had a funeral, and I appreciate all of y'all who helped out. And then after the funeral, I, I took some, uh, we went out to eat, and uh, I, had, I had lunch with some pastors. And uh, before you know it, it was time to go, for the, uh, for the we- we wedding, and uh, one of the members rented uh, the Starship Cruise Line, right? So we were out of Clear Channel, and my wife and I were going to go do this wedding. And uh, so uh, me being the official, I-, I have to be on what? So they, so I-, I don't believe invitations. So they sent me an invitation. They said, Pastor, you have to be here by this time. I said, well, praise the Lord. I appreciate that. I called the cruise ship. I said, what time is the ship leaving? No, no, I, I, I appreciate your invitation, and I appreciate your information, but I'm going to call for my shelf. because, see, I've been there on the boat dock, and this... <laughs> I have this statement, and my wife says, I hate when you say it. I double, triple confirm. I confirm and confirm and confirm. I said, because, see, the one thing I realize, I can't recover from the boat gone. So I'd rather be anal and double and triple and triple check. Because see, I can once it's gone or the flight's left, you can't control it's over with. So I'd rather be on it. So you're like, Boy, oh, that Joe will he double you? Yes, I do. Because see, when I used to travel, travel around the country, and one speaking engagement would be forty thousand dollars, you double triple confirm too. Be the extra early. Amen. So so with that, I try to always be over-prepared. So I call. And the lady says, sir, the board boat, the boat, the board boats, the boat boards at 5, it leaves at 5.30. I said, okay, praise the Lord. I said, babe, we good. So I pull up to the gate about 5.05. Uh, and the young boy says, I says, Are you here for the wedding? I said, yes, sir. He says, Well, the ship has just left. They changed the time. So you know, at that moment, all these emotions are going through you, right? And then my helpmate said, "Joe, are you sure?" And and she was just being cool. But you know, you know, sometimes you just don't want to hear nothing. You know, you you don't, don't want to hear nothing. Now she wasn't being. Bro- then she asked, you have the number to call. I said, I said, babe, please don't talk to me, right? Cause you know. I can't, calling and telling them I'm here. It's not changing the boat. The boat ain't coming back, man. I lost something. I I said, you know what? Well, they got yachts over there. I can go get a yacht and maybe drive next to it and jump. You know, (laughs) I'm one of them no limit soldiers, y'all. I'm trying to make a way. I said, God. Gosh, don't want, oh, God. So I'm killing, I, you know, I'm just beating myself. Up. So then we turn, because, you know, why pay $25 for parking if the ship's gone? <laughs> if I got to give a refund anyway, it might as well take it back to $25. So, so, so I, I said, so I, I went on the side the street and I parked there. I said, let me think. I said, well, I said, I mean, of course, my wife looking at me, I'm like, I said, you know, because you know, I don't fumble balls like this. This, this is, this is like a, this is a catastrophe. This is. I said, okay, Lord. I said, okay. I parked the car on the street. I said, I'm gonna go talk to Starship because I called these folks to, to verify this situation. So I go over there. I said, um, I called about the ship leaving, and at a certain time they told me this. Just like, uh, which one are you talking about? I said, uh, this blah 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 wedding. He said, oh, no, this is your ship right here. He says, I don't know what he was saying. <laughs> you know when you want to reach out and touch somebody. <laughs> I, said, I said, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, okay, you know what? Lord, you are good. Your mercy endures forever, Lord. And so I got in the car. I said, baby. She said, I can't believe he told you that. I said, I said you know what, baby? We're just going to let this ride. We're going to pay our $25. We're going to park the car. We're going to keep it moving. We're not going to say nothing to little boy right there. He's about 21 years old. <clears throat> he don't, I, and you know what revelation hit me? So many of you don't check the source. You let the parking attendant tell you your ship left. You got some girlfriends telling you some foolishness. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come here today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how it became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, 5 benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's 5 keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's 7-step prayer model, and the sevenfold ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Good evening, family. My name is Pastor Jomo Cousins. This is my lovely wife, Pastor Charmaine. And we're just thankful for you visiting our campus. Thank you so much for coming out
1: to our event, Celebration of Hope. We know the reason for the season is the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
2: For he was the light of the world, and we just want to spread some light. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas and, and a Happy, happy New, New Year. Year. Now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Joel Cusk. and some poison in your marriage and you sit there and listen to them and, and they got nobody and now you mess up what you have listening to the parking attendant look at the neighbor check the source man once sister say pastor I don't go to church no more I said, why? Well, my daddy said, all oh, Pastor thieves." I said, "Okay, cool, cool, cool." I received, I received. I said, "Well, uh, sister, ha- have you ever had food poisoning from a restaurant?" "Yeah, pastor, every now and then. Get some bad food, bad." I said, "Yeah. Well, did you stop eating?" <laughs> no, pastor, we gotta eat. Oh, you, oh, you, oh, you, you have to eat. <laughs> Just like you need to eat. You, <laughs> Jesus. My food is the will of my father. I said, so, so now you, you're not going to do anything for God because one person made a mistake. I said, but you don't do that with your food. We all had that situation where your stomach started talking. Yeah, your stomach started talking. It's a misunderstanding. <laughs> but you don't stop eating, do you? You go to the toilet to fix that situation. He's like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to let you rest for about 24, 48 hours. <laughs> but after that time, you want some more what? But it's amazing to me how we can cast God aside because one person made a mistake. It wasn't God, it was the person that was in that position at that time. But it's just an excuse. It's just an excuse. Because you just don't want to do it anyway. That's cool. But don't lie. My God. I said, man, how many people missed their boat because they let somebody on the sideline talk you out of what God called you to? Check the source. Man, we got in the boat. I said, my God. And the lady in the boat says, a, lo- a few people had turned around and went home because they heard what he said. And so many people allow the wrong person to speak into your life and take you off course, and you thought they were your friend. Friends, how many of us have them friends? let be. <laughs> I know y'all didn't know Jesus for real. Y'all just came right out of the club. <laughs> All you need is a members-only jacket
1: now.
2: <laughs> y'all know about that. I might, young folk don't know about that jacket. Young folk, y'all don't know about members-only. Praise God. Y'all don't know about service merchandise. Some of y'all young folk, y'all don't know about that kind of stuff. This, this this for the older folk. I can't even believe I'm calling myself older folk, but that's all good. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Everyone say check the source. Yeah. So many times miss, people miss there because, see, they allow someone else's friend who does not like you. So now you can't receive from them because of their experience. Check the source for yourself because you will miss God listening to people. Oh, Jesus. So that's, so that's good fruit. Let's look at the bad fruit. Mm-hmm. Now, doing the things that practices, everyone say practice. You just don't do it every now and then. It's your practice. The flesh are clear, obvious. They're immorality, impurity, indecency, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, ill-temper, selfishness, division, dissension, party, spirit, factions, sex, with, uh, and that's sex. I'm going to alone. Peculiar opinions. Harrison, now, now, now let me see. <coughs> I'll break this down for y'all. Ooh. Sensuality is total irresponsibility, lack of self-control. Look what the Message Bible says. I like how the Message Bible breaks this thing down. Praise the Lord. It's obvious what kind of life develops out of trying to get your own way all the time. Repetitive, lonely, loveless, cheap sex, a stinking accumulation of mental and emotional garbage. Frenzied and joyless grabs for happiness trinket gods, magic show religion, paranoid loneliness, cutthroat competition, all-consuming, never-satisfied wants. You will never fulfill the whole God put in your heart for him. So you use drugs, sex, you chase after things trying to feel full, and the only thing can fill you up is him. A brutal temper. Oh, Jesus. An impotence to love. And to be loved. People can't even love on you. Wrong fruit. Divided homes. Divided lives. Small-minded and lopsided pursuits. The vicious habit of depersonalizing everyone. Everyone your enemy. Come on, man. Everybody. Come on. The only common denominator with everybody you hate is you. Everybody can't not like you. My God. I had this dude. He was so paranoid. Went to the football game. He, he understands. He looked down at the huddle, and he said, man, look, they talking about me. <laughs> Come on, man. Get over yourself, man. You, you ain't that important. Glory, they try to live their own life. But everyone's against you. Depersonalizing everyone into a rival uncontrolled and uncontrollable addictions, ugly paradise of community. I could go on. This isn't the first time I have warned you. If you use your freedom this way, you will not inherit the kingdom. Look at your and say, I don't know who he's talking to. But boy, oh boy, he went, on, he went in on them right there. I don't know who he's talking to, though. Cause I know he ain't talking to me. Listen to this, family. (laughs) You have to change before your situation changes. Y'all know my favorite, change begins with you. But listen to me. You will have to change before your situation changes. So stop waiting for your situation to change if you're not willing to change. For if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. We went to Cheesecake for lunch last day. I got the calamari, which I usually get. My wife gets me so salmon, and we go home with some strawberry lemonade. Then after that, as soon as we got finished with that, we were on a cruise ship. and it's a buffet. I said, Lord Jesus. And they had salmon, and they had steak, and they had this and that, and they have every dessert in the world. So before I left the house, I was 247.4. I'm like <laughs> I weigh myself every day. And I said, okay, well, I have had a disastrous day. But before I left, I did 20 minutes of cardio. I got home at about 11, and I did an hour of cardio. And I got on the scale, and I said, 247.6. I said, praise the Lord. So, what do you, now, Here's Joe Moe's diet plan. Burn more than you eat, period. I can eat whatever I want. But when I look at the calorie, okay, that's 4,000 calories for this whole day. That means I need to build, burn 4,000 to one. And when you start doing that, you change. Because when you realize you can do an hour of cardio and it's 300 calories. <sighs> geez, I mean, I got to do just to. So then all of a sudden I start looking at everything. Okay, honey bun, 800 calories. That's, that's five hours of cardio. I, I can't do that. <laughs> no, if you start looking at it like that. Oh, 200 I receive. <laughs> so I said, look, so I eat whatever I want. But as long as I do one calorie more than I ate, and you can eat whatever you want all day long. But just understand the price of it. So I got up this morning. I was 2.46 and change. I said, Bala. <laughs> My wife bought me some egg whites for breakfast. She said, Jumbo, almost 200 calories. Baller! Then I'm me some salmon for lunch. And I might have something sweet, amen. But I know when I go home after three services, I'm going to get it right. My wife knows I'll go home, take my clothes off, and get right on my machine after church to get it in. And then I'll take a shower, and i start working on my sermon, and I'll do it every—she's like, you're like a dang robot. I said, that's who I am. I am a disciple. A disciple means I am a disciplined one. I got goals. God told me I'm preaching at 75. That means I got 37 years. I got to keep it right. So I'm going to work on me. Praise. Now, listen. It is discipline. And it sucks. It sucks. It, it, it sucks. It. So I may not was tired last night. Because we started with baptism in the morning. We have baptism at 8. Men's meeting at 9. Uh, Miss Diane's, the family's funeral at 1130. After 1130, taking people to lunch, blah, blah, blah. Then go on a cruise ship. I wanted to do the wedding because the wedding is the beginning of the cruise, the wedding. I said, now I got to sit here for four more hours. I wish I could have like a side boat. I paid $500 right now. Let's get me up off this thing. A little ding on the side. Let's have a little escape hatch. Let's get a jump. I would jump on that thing. I said, you, do, you, I asked, do you have a side room somewhere in here? I could take a nap. No, you have to sit right here. I said, okay, praise God. Got off 9 o'clock. shot me in the car sleep. I said, baby, we got to go back tomorrow and pick up her, her car. She's like, oh, Lord. Get home at 11 o'clock, and I take my clothes off and go straight to the machine. 30 minutes elliptical, 30 minutes on treadmill. Take a shower, pop my computer on, look at my sermon again. Then as soon as you pop it up, it's 12 o'clock. Then you say to yourself, it ain't 12 o'clock, it's 1 o'clock. <laughs> that hour gone, bro. <laughs> I said, okay, I got five out.'" I said, well, no cardio in the morning because brother hurting right now. I, said, I didn't do no cardio. I said, so with no cardio, that means I got to change my diet for the day. And I just made it a daily discipline. And if you make it a daily discipline, it gets easier. Now I'm not saying it's ever easy. But listen to this. <laughs> you have two fights in your life. The fight of doing it or the fight of not doing it. You have two pains. The pain of doing it and the pain of not doing it. Either way, it's pain. Amen. Real talk. Because when I was in the hospital, and I said, man, I don't want to be here again. And, and, and they gave me juice for like eight days. I said, man, I want some food, man. I can't do this. And they said, Joe Mo, you're 247. No, he says, you have to stay below 247. After that, you're pre-diabetic. I said, no, no, no.